it that what a trip to walk you through sourcing images on a website that I have spent no less than a hundred hours on in my career. You're the professional graphic designer here. I'm the professional everything that has to do with sound and not visuals person. <laughs> Hi. What'd you have for breakfast? Well, this morning I woke up at five and could not fall back asleep. I decided to go for a walk. There's a big, beautiful pond right by our place. So I took a three Um, mile walk. Before Brian took the three mile walk uh, at at around 5.50 a.m., they did come over and, and kiss me goodbye, which is kind of like a... It is a meme in our relationship at this point. Like, whenever Brian leaves the house and doesn't say goodbye to me, I, like, get all upset. Like, not in a real way, but, like, in a fake way. I'm like, you didn't say goodbye to me. I was avoiding a, you never say goodbye. And so Brian came over to kiss me, so so they would be avoiding a, you didn't say goodbye. Um, And they kissed so hard that they woke me up. <laughs> and I was so upset. Teehee? <laughs> Also, sorry that the air conditioner was on. We will take three podcast demerits. Oh, no. No one's going to listen anymore. I think we're going to be okay. I think we will weather the storm of the air conditioning. So I went on my three-mile-long walk and listened to a lot of podcasts. It was great. On the way back, I decided to stop by uh, a dear friend of mine. Uh, his name is Duncan. Um, in, in case you couldn't tell, I was referencing Dunkin' Donuts, the the food chain. I almost wish that there was more of a like sonic difference between the name Duncan, 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 and the 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 national American uh, donut chain. Dunking. Dun Dun Dunkirk. Twenty seventeen. Brian and I have been doing this thing for the past couple of days because I'm finally like past 10 days post-op of my wisdom tooth surgery um and so i've been able to like start really incorporating back foods into my diet and so for a long time i mean it wasn't even a long time it was like 10 to 12 days for a while we like couldn't do dunkin donuts and so yesterday morning i was like hey what if we did dunkin donuts and so we also did it this morning which like at this point is like pretty unique for us to like two days in a row be visiting our good friend duncan 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 if your name is duncan i'm so sorry duncan't <laughs> uh what did you get from duncan donuts brian i got me a bacon egg and cheese a breakfast sandwich and a donut what about you truji well i surprised you with it what'd you get what'd you get that I surprised you my current order at duncan donuts which actually is basically my order even if I'm not recovering from a hole being surgically put in my mouth, um, is I like to do two wake-up wraps, one of them with, like, the bacon of the moment. I love that Duncan has, like, seasonal bacons. Like, all summer it's, like, you know, black pepper bacon. And as soon as the first leaf starts to turn... It goes into uh, like a maple sugar bacon. I actually forget exactly what it is this time. Bacon of the moment is probably the best way to describe it. <laughs> but it's like a it's like a maple bacon. There have been times in the past where it's like a spicy maple bacon, but I don't think this one was spicy. I think it was just maple. Dear town, 
the bacon of the moment is at the Bridgerton Ball. I think that it could be argued that the most important meal podcast is just a bacon of the moment, like <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts journalism podcast. Um, but I like to do two wake up wraps. I like one of them to be a bacon of the moment, and I like one of them to be a sausage. Um, the eternal sausage. The eternal sausage. <laughs> um, the the reason I go to Dunkin' Donuts is the Dunkin' Donuts sausage. Don't come for me. I know it's disgusting, but it's my disgusting controversial take beyond sausage is better than their regular sausage i think i agree with that but i believe could be wrong about this but i believe that the beyond sausage is no longer available oh it hasn't been available for years right Why? there hasn't been a beyond sandwich here for over 40 years my indulgent dunkin donuts order is an english muffin with not one but two sausages on it but i don't know the thing about wisdom tooth surgery is that like it's not just about the texture of the food. It's that I can't really open my mouth that wide. I can now, but it's like kind of uncomfortable because like I got stitches in there and they're being stretched. And so now that you're 10 days post-op, congratulations. Thank you. We celebrated with a long missed meal. What did we have for dinner, Trudy? Well, I I do think that we should be framing this cor- correctly because this is a breakfast podcast. Okay. So I can see why someone would be upset as to why we're talking about dinner. But I believe we are talking about our most important meal of the day, which was not breakfast, even though it was very sweet for Brian to bring us, uh, deliver us. Uh, <laughs> from evil. <laughs> deliver us from evil uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Um, but definitely the most important important meal of the day is like the meal that I have been craving since before surgery. Basically, Brian and I have like done like a lot of growing in the past few years and we f- we basically don't order a lot of food anymore. We do a lot of cooking now, but the only thing that we consistently order is Nashville hot chicken. We <laughs> we have become connoisseurs of Nashville hot chicken in, in Boston. In Boston. In Boston. Yeah, no, which like, you know, is obviously not the end all be all of Nashville hot chicken, but it is what we have available to us. We love the spicy and the cayenne chicken and I have been craving it for so long, but it's everything you can't eat when you have a wound in your mouth. It's like crispy and it's shattery and it's spicy and it's like also kind of chewy and it's also big. So you have to open your mouth wide to get around it. It's like everything that's wrong (laughs) with food, but For some reason today, I just felt very, like, able to do it. And so we did Nashville hot chicken. I didn't get a sandwich this time because I thought that might be a little bit too much for my poor little mouth. And so I just did a couple of tenders and a hot dog. But wow, underdog hot chicken, Boston, Massachusetts. We we are fans over here. I got Truge into Nashville hot chicken in 2021. It took you a long time. It took you a really long time to appreciate the hot. It took me a long time to come around. I really, really like spicy food, but cayenne is not my spice of choice. I feel like it's very, like, front of the mouth for me. And also, like, cayenne pepper is like a... (laughs) This is so silly. But it's kind of like a meditative experience almost because it, like, builds and builds. Like, you, you, you eat the chicken... And you're kind of like, oh, that's not that bad. But then within the next five minutes, you're like, oh, my God, I'm in hell. And the only thing I can do is let this wash over me. Because if you drink water, it gets worse. And people say you can, like, drink milk and, like, eat ice cream or whatever. 
nothing <laughs> nothing abates the 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 fire it's just time and it's just trust in yourself and belief in yourself i disagree that it's hell i i agree it's meditative but i feel like oddly at peace when i'm in the throes of hot chicken <laughs> i feel like that's actually the difference between us wow i'm just like wow this is something i'm enduring and brian is like I love this numbing experience. Literally, I love it. I love cayenne. I love the flavor. I love the fact that they always give you untoasted white bread. Uh, let's boop a doop boop boop. It's a podcast within a podcast. Uh, this is <laughs> just a little Boston ranking of uh, hot chicken places. Our favorite right now is Underdog in Alston. Uh, mm, oh. I, I feel like actually my favorite is Hot Chicks. Hot Chicks across the river in Somerville is very, very tasty. The reason I love Hot Chicks is because I really like the variety on their menu. I feel like the the chicken crispiness level is off the charts i love that it is always empty in there when we go and i also <laughs> love that they have a broccoli bacon salad that is just like everything to me it's so good also they have a banana pudding that like is as far as banana puddings go i would say it's like high mid but the fact that it is banana pudding something that you can't really order a lot of in boston massachusetts it gets an a tier from me I think underdog is my favorite because the tenders are a little bit bigger, although I really do love the hot chicks seasoning. I think it's fantastic. It gets hotter than underdog. I can't do hot chicks as hottest. I think the other thing is that I have like a really nice memory associated with hot chicks because the first time we went, it was uh, because we were across the river. I was getting my engagement ring resized and it was just like a very cute date day for Brian and Truge. And we ended up at a hot chicken place and I wasn't even fully like around to loving hot chicken yet, but it won me over because of the sweet, sweet memory. I think that is what like turned the tide to make you really start to enjoy hot chicken and start to suggest it. Yeah, no, it was Hot Chicks Boston for sure. We also have a Dave's Hot Chicken here, which I did not know until I flew to Colorado was a chain. I am a big fan of Dave's. I enjoyed the one here in Boston. The one in Denver was not very good. It was a lot of inconsistency for what is a chain. Uh, We'll try it again here in Boston, but I think I was a little bit turned off by my Denver experience. I really, I think of all of the chickens, if with, with all chickens concerned, I think that I probably like Dave's the best, but I don't like that there is no variety on their menu. And welcome back to NPR's All Chickens Considered. My name is Brian (laughs) Hamilton and I'm here with Allison Truge. Hello. I feel like when it comes to chicken, my ranking is Dave's Hot Chicks Underdog. But when it comes to like the full menu experience, I think it's... Hot Chicks, Underdog, Dave's. Interesting. Interesting. Because I I love that Underdog has hot dogs. Like, they're such good hot dogs. That is true. The hot dogs are very good. That is a new revelation of the Underdog Hot Chicken menu is adding in hot dogs. I'm also, I'm currently reading, I actually haven't talked to Brian about this. This is a new reveal for the podcast. I've been reading the book Raw Dog by Jamie Loftus, um, which is an incredible nonfiction book about a road trip she took across the country to eat different hot dogs. I'm only at the beginning of it where she's talking about the jungle by Upton Sinclair um but uh, of course the hot dog book opens with the Upton Sinclair it is an incredible book if you are listening and you have read it I would love to talk to somebody about it please tweet at me I guess speaking of ranking things now that you've enjoyed your first properly crunchy solid meal 
let's take a look back on all the foods that Truji ate and enjoyed while they were healing their wisdom tooth. We have a tier list here. The end of this episode is going to be a little screenshot of the tier list that we make. All the foods that we ate together are all in this list, and we're going to be ranking them S, A, B, C, D, F. And I need everyone to know that we did painstakingly gather all of these images, and I will be offer com- offering commentary on the choices as we go along. It's, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun for sure. I want to stipulate something about the rankings here and establish a few ground rules and suggestions for you, because we'll be collaborating on this, but you're the one that had to suffer the injury. Don't you and the... dare suggest anything to me. Oh, okay. No, suggest away. I cooked a lot of these things. I made a lot of these things. I know my cooking's S tier. We don't need to talk about that here on this podcast. Okay, I want but you I'm, to think about... I'm going to be talking about how incredible Brian's cooking is, though. But I want you to, more than that, take into account how it felt to eat as a person recovering from wisdom tooth surgery removal. And I want you to think about if it made you think, like wish you had different food. Like I will also say I'm really excited to make this and put this out there because genuinely this is content I would have been, I was like trying to find lists like this and it was kind of hard to find. So if you're listening to this podcast in the future because you found the podcast via searching wisdom tooth diet tips... (laughs) You're welcome. Like, wow, I cannot believe that that's the case, if that's actually the case. Hello, you in the future. This is Trude and Brian in the past. Uh, let us know how 2025 is. Also, I hope you uh, have a good uh, someone ripping a bone out of your body. Have a good surgery. We love you. <laughs> have a good hole in your mouth. <laughs> so yeah, take into consideration more like the experience of eating it if you enjoyed what it was like to eat it as someone with a hole in their mouth. Uh, Did it make you miss other foods more than you enjoyed enjoying the food itself? Oh, yeah. I'm going to be super critical. Good, 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 I'm not. I'm probably going to be pretty nice to all of these. Let's start with some of the blended things. We have a mango smoothie first. I feel like like the blended things are always going to be like, you know, the go-tos. Because I feel like the main goal that I was trying to tackle in my wisdom tooth recovery was that I knew that it was going to be really important for me to have a lot of protein um, because that's what makes me feel really satisfied. And I feel like eating things that don't have a lot of protein, especially in the service of like, oh no, I'm sick. Like I, I knew it would make me feel more sick than I was. Um, so that was really important for me. Smoothies really good because the way that we make smoothies, uh, lots of Greek yogurt. We've also been doing the collagen peptides, um, protein powder, really, really good. Uh, and so it was able to be like genuinely a full meal and not just like, I don't know, we were just blending some fruit together and hoping that it was going to be fine. Uh, I'm just going to do an overview of all of the smoothies available and we'll go through them one by one. We have mango smoothies, pineapple smoothies, berry smoothies. So I want to talk about pineapple smoothie first because this is the undeniable S tier, not only because of taste. I'm actually not putting it in S tier because it tasted the best. Um, I think actually taste level, it was kind of mid, but it's in S tier because I realized after my wisdom tooth surgery that pineapple, there's something like (laughs) incredibly magical about it. Some kind of like healing properties that it has where it reduces swelling. I do genuinely believe I drank a lot of pineapple juice on the first day after my surgery And I also did a lot of pineapple smoothies immediately after. 
And even though my recovery wasn't like super quick necessarily, I do feel like it made a really big difference to me. Um, I think especially like I had both of my wisdom teeth, the top ones taken out about five years ago, and I didn't do any pineapple anything. It was a fairly like easy heal for me. This surgery was a little bit more complex. And so I knew that my recovery was going to be longer, but I was surprised at how fast I was able to heal doing the pineapple thing. Um, Here's what I will say. I wish that we had blended it with like coconut milk earlier in the process because it would have been more of a more of a good experience if it had been like a pina colada kind of experience because pineapple by itself to me not my favorite flavor i think it's really good in combination but it's not great by itself what do you think brian i enjoyed the pineapple smoothie s tier is good <laughs> great amazing next up is mango or berry truji choosy okay so we started with the so <laughs> brian went to the store for me and there was no frozen pineapple in the entire store. I'm planning all these things with Truji, and I'm really excited to have a bunch of smoothies. And so I go to the store and get our favorite fruits, uh, like mixed berry blend for all of our smoothies. On the way home, Truji realizes, oh, wait, I probably shouldn't have berries because of the little bits that could get into the wisdom tooth hole. The bits. So I went to the store to get pineapple because we decided we would do pineapple. And they didn't have any, but uh, Trude said, just get some mango. No frozen pineapple in the whole store. Can you believe it? I'm talking to the employee looking for pineapple, and he eventually points me to where the mango is. I tell the guy after we are looking for these frozen fruits that, oh, yeah, my fiance has a wisdom tooth surgery, so we're trying to uh, do you know soft foods. I have wisdom tooth surgery this whole time. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I just got my wisdom tooth out, too. I was like, oh, wow, really? How was it? Oh, it was pretty okay. It was fine. In that moment, a woman walks behind us. Oh, I just had my wisdom tooth out, too. It was like that moment in The Simpsons when five different people named Bort walk into the same gift shop. Cool, personalized plates. Barclay, Barry, Bert, Bort. Oh, come on, Bort? Mommy, Bobby, buy me a license plate. No, come along, Bort. Are you talking to me? No, my son is also named Bort. We need more Bort license plates in the gift shop. I repeat, we are sold out of Bort license plates. I don't know what's happening astrologically that all of us are getting bones removed at this time, all at the same time, but I think that it was a spooky coincidence. I got the frozen mango. It was great. And when I got home, I took a can of pineapple we had, blended it, put it in ice cube trays, and that was our frozen pineapple. That was that was pretty, pretty good. The mango smoothie was, I think, better than the pineapple smoothie, except it didn't have the healing properties of the pineapple smoothie. Mango is one of my favorite fruits. Um, it doesn't it didn't need any coconut milk to, you know, be a good flavor because mango by itself can really hold its own. Um, I don't feel like it belongs in S tier because the only reason that pineapple smoothie is an S tier for me is because of the healing properties. So I think mango smoothie goes in A. I am here for that as well. And where does berry smoothie go? I th- I really, like, I love that smoothie. Like, when I'm not recovering, it's, like, one of our go-to breakfasts. Um, but I have to say, the bits, wow. I really had to, like, wash my mouth out afterwards. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put berry smoothie in C tier. Mm, I was going to fight for A, but I think, I, I as the person without the wisdom tooth removal... I think I can compromise on a B. I can compromise on a B. All right. Berry smoothie. B for berry. B for berry. We are 20 minutes in and we've done 
three of these 14. Okay, <laughs> so we, we, we can be a little bit faster. Um, I see peanut butter next on the list. I just wanted to quickly talk about my peanut butter story. So there was a night that Brian was at Boy Genius. Um, and let me tell you what is uh, a difficult experience. Um, being a gay like myself and having your your partner uh, at a Boy Genius show when you are two days post-op, sad for me, very sad. And I was just like... I am going to eat sad people food because I'm feeling sad. And so, because I think we, we just like didn't have any soup on hand or something. I, I'm sure that we had things, but I was just like, I'm a sad person and I'm eating like I'm sad. And so I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to have peanut butter. And because I, I kind of wanted like a peanut butter and jelly, but I knew that I couldn't like eat bread because it was that early in my like whole experience. And so I had what I thought was the genius idea of mixing peanut butter and Greek yogurt, which is one of my favorite things to do when I'm like not recovering. When you mix Greek yogurt and peanut butter together, it kind of like whips together into this like really, really fun texture. I thought it was going to be great because it's like super soft. Here's what I'll say. Peanut butter, so sticky. Don't do it. I think it set back my healing. And so I'm going to put peanut butter in F tier. F tier peanut butter. Oh my God. Being ruthless. We are without Ruth right now. That's horrifying. Um, let's talk about Pastina, the title of last week's episode. Yeah, Pastina should go in S tier because it got us recording our podcast again. And I just have to do a little insert here. Thank you so much to all the people that reached out to us. And we're very happy that we were posting again. I'm going to be honest that there was part of me that was like, <laughs> I was a little worried that we were going to post the episode and like, nobody would care and they would be like this is the first time you're doing this in three years i have moved on in my life um but it it was like genuinely very very heartwarming to like hear that people like listening to us and they wanted to continue to listen to us even a couple years later we've really loved hearing from everyone thank you so so much for listening on that merit i'm kind of like pastina is a like s tier but here's here's the thing about pastina and this is something that i didn't realize um, you know how it's little pasta in the shape of little stars? It is little pasta. And so the times that we made it, that it was like a little bit thicker and more porridgey, it was totally fine. But if it was soupy at all, I was getting those little stars in in places I didn't want them to be. And I realized this after we posted that episode, and I was almost worried that I had spread misinformation, but I'm going to give myself a break for this. Um, I would not recommend Pastina for a wisdom tooth uh, recovery situation. I, in my heart, it's S tier because of my experience with it, and also because it did, I think, heal something emotionally for me. But practically, I think it's probably C tier, probably C or D tier. Of the two, I would prefer C. Um... I'm glad that we were within the same parameters on where Pastina was. For me, it is S tier. And I also, again, disclaimers ahoy, do not have any wisdom tooth removal happening right now. So Brian doesn't even has have wisdom teeth to remove. The prestige, I guess. Yeah, I was born without wisdom teeth, and I don't know how. I guess it'll be a fun crapshoot if we have children, if they will have four wisdom teeth or no wisdom teeth, or like my very good friend, Ariana Monet, six wisdom teeth. That's horrifying to me. I have six. no idea how they have six. Six. Egg drop soup. 
Okay, egg drop soup, S tier, easy. Egg drop soup is the MVP of all time. I also really love the graphic we picked for it. It is just an egg with a broken shell because we couldn't find a public domain image of egg drop soup. We did not look that hard. Um, <laughs> but we couldn't find one in the quick search that we did. And so I found this very cute clip art and it looks like the egg was dropped. A la egg drop soup. Um really really delicious i love that this soup has body to it because of the cornstarch that's added and also it's just got these like these ribbons of egg that you can chew but you do not have to chew i love that it has protein in it like lots of protein because of the eggs it feels like a whole meal and it feels like it could be a side at the same time egg drop soup mvp of wisdom tooth recovery I agree with S-tier, and in the show notes, we will put Kenji Lopez-Alt's uh, recipe video that he made, that we followed, and it was amazing. Yeah, cannot recommend enough. Tomato soup. Homemade tomato soup by me, the Brian. Okay, this one is going to go in A-tier, and All this right. is why. The tomato soup that Brian makes is some of the greatest liquid I've ever tasted <laughs> in my life. <laughs> And I don't know if they're going to link to a recipe or if they just use what's in their brain to make it. I don't know how they do it, but it's some good liquid. Loosely based on Adam Ragusea recipe that will also be in the show Ed notes. Um, I just can't in good conscience put it, put it in S tier because it doesn't have protein in it. And mm. so to me, it can't be a full meal, even if you have a really, really big bowl. All of our sources of protein we would put in are, were just things you couldn't eat. Yeah, but I really love tomato soup for the childhood factor. There was a summer in my teenage years that my sister, Ashley Truge, and I spent the entire summer like hyper fixating on tomato soup and making it for every single meal. And so I have fond memories, and this may have relit my hyper fixation. Macaroni and cheese, which I overcooked, according to the macaroni and cheese craft box. Yeah. We used Kraft for this. We also bought it from Costco, so we have so much more where that came from. Very excited about it. Like 60 cents per box. It's amazing. I'm going to go ahead and put this in A tier. All right. Um, because to me, even though I'm sure it has protein, I haven't checked the, the like nutrition facts on Kraft mac and cheese. Um, I don't think it has like as much protein as I would want for a full meal. Um, but got to say, wow, heals the soul to eat Kraft mac and cheese. I highly recommend taking a slice of just like regular American cheese and mixing that in with the final product because it melts all beautiful and gets it extra, extra cheesy. And it's fantastic. Mashed potatoes. Okay. So mashed potatoes was actually the first meal that I ate post-op. And I would highly recommend that. We had instant mashed potatoes, which I know some people cannot deal with. But let me tell you something. I have some texture issues that I have literally always had for my entire life. And to me, instant mashed potatoes is like textural heaven. It's like as good as it gets as far as texture. We got the cheesy flavor, and I also would recommend that. I guess because I put the things with no protein in A tier, I probably should put it in A tier because okay. there's no protein in mashed I'm all right with A tier. Okay. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Ramen. We were doing a bunch of Marichan instant ramen. Um, I did get a little ramen noodle stuck. And here's the thing that sucked so much. And so I'm going to put it in B tier. B tier. I would argue for a little lower, maybe C tier because of that. Yeah. I, I guess the thing is that it was really good. It was just really, really, really good. We do this thing where we combine like an instant ramen packet with a 
ramen that we buy at Costco that is millet ramen. And so it's like slightly healthier, healthier and it has protein in it. Um, really, really delicious, but it texturally, uh, in my mouth was not helpful for me. And my Chicken gaming. pot pie soup. By which we mean we did not put mashed potatoes on top. We just made the uh, the broth and the filling. Chicken pot pie soup, I'm going to put in B tier. Okay. Um, because it had a lot of chunks and it had more chewing than I was probably prepared for when mm. we made it. Um, good meal, not good for recovery. Cheddar Bay biscuits that we put on top of the chicken pot pie soup, which we had hoped to soak in the soup to make it soft enough for Chuji to chewy. Yeah, controversial take, F tier. Um, okay. I I don't. This is like literally just a me problem. But I saw the biscuit and I just forgot that I had had anything done in my mouth oh, whatsoever. It men in black to you. And so I just chomped down like big old chomp into the Cheddar Bay biscuit. And it was so painful. It was like the most painful food experience that I that I had in the past two weeks. I was going to argue to push it up to D tier, but I think that just sold me. We have to put it in F tier now. We have on the list French omelet. I'm not very good at making French omelets, which are like very lightly browned, if at all, with lots of butter and really creamy inside. I'm just okay at it, but we've been calling this style of omelet that I'm a quote-unquote French omelet. Uh, Brian couched that a lot. They're incredibly good at making whatever this is, even if it's not a full French omelet. I'm a big fan. I'm going to put it in S tier. It's like soft. It's delicious. There's lots of butter. There's lots of protein. Love this food. Would eat it every day of my life. That's amazing. That, that's really sweet. Thank you. This is what I was trying to avoid by saying, don't think about how I cooked it, but the, I'll, 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 let, I'll let me have that one. There is nothing like a French omelet cooked by a Brian you love. And we have the finale, Duncan Wake Up Wraps. How was this Duncan food on a, like, goodness scale for soft things to eat? Okay, so uh, listen to me when I say this. I was mostly healed by the time I had a Wake Up Wrap. So I don't know that this can be taken as gospel or anything. But wow, it's S tier for me. All right. I feel like probably it belongs more in A tier because of the level of chewing, etc. Maybe even B tier. But there's no, like, big chunks. And obviously, like, the tortilla is not crispy. The tortilla is soft. It is Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' doesn't know how to make anything crispy. Everything is soft. And also, it's sausage. If it was bacon, it would definitely have to go in C or D tier because that would have been, like, crumbly crumbly. And I guess I did also eat bacon wake-up wraps. But I've I've been mostly mostly healed. The sausage was an incredible experience. Um, I'm going to say S tier. We are complete. So... To recap, in the S tier, we have pineapple smoothie, egg drop soup, French omelet, and wake up wrap. In A tier, we have mango smoothie, tomato soup, mac and cheese, and mashed potatoes. In B tier, we have berries, B for berries, and we have chicken pot pie soup. We have in C tier, pastina and ramen. Interesting. Pastina and ramen, the soupy boiled things. All right. Interesting. Nothing in D, and then in F tier... Peanut butter and the Cheddar Bay biscuits. I'm seeing a lot of themes here I'd, I'd like to unpack with you. 
Yeah, it it's interesting that C tier is all like I mean, you know, I liked all of this food. None of it except for the Cheddar Bay biscuit and the peanut butter was a bad experience for me, but it's interesting that some of the food that filled the soul in a in a very specific way was uh like had to end up in C tier. Like things that heal our souls that wound up being bad enough that we demoted it. That's right. wild. Yeah. All of the bready, gluteny foods are at the bottom in F, the peanut butter and the Cheddar Bay Biscuit. And by bready, I guess I mean like you put it on bread. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, it, it's a little misleading because the image that we chose of peanut butter is peanut butter spread on toast. But the instance was peanut butter with Greek yogurt. But still, yeah, I would have expected better from peanut butter. Everything in A has very little texture in it, whereas S... There's a lot of texture, surprising amount of texture, actually, with uh, Egg Drop Soup and Wake Up Wrap. I can tell you really preferred things with a little bit of texture, whereas A is all entirely smooth foods. Yeah, no, I think that that's really, I think that that's really true. I think also that Egg Drop Soup is, like, a little bit of an outlier because it is pretty smooth, but it has, like, the added little bits of egg. It has the little ribbons, yeah. What did we learn today, Truji? Um, I think we learned that healing is not linear. you learned ryan what was your favorite part of my recovery week oh my favorite part uh playing tears of the kingdom with you that was so much fun and we're gonna do more of that right now literally right now we're going to go play more tears of the kingdom we're racing to see who can complete the depths first and it's gonna be me it's gonna be me place your bets in the comments there's no comments the comments are our text messages just text us (laughs) assuming everyone listening to this podcast has our phone number i mean yeah probably (laughs) 